Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am Andy Ruther coming to you live. For real this time, from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey No Chill Prano. Oi! <laughs> oh, mate. Throw another middle light in the refrigerator there, Trevor. <laughs> Got my Brisbane Lions shirt on here. Brew. Sing sick, brew. You know what's sick? You know what's going to be great about this episode? The people who are not watching this live are going to yeah. be like... What the fuck is Prano talking about, Brie? Why did Joe open the episode doing <laughs> an Australian accent? Good, good Aussie accent, by Not the way. Not bad. I'm going to lose it, though. I never, my Aussie slips in with my South African. South African. Uh, too easy. I, gotta, I really got to have to lock down my Australian accent. When you get me the Australian Rules football package, I'll have the Aussie announcers all day. I'll have that down. I'm one of those people who uh, gets my... I can pick up the voices real easy when I'm when I'm like... In the culture. When I go to Mexico, people are like, hola, wey. I'm like, hola, what's up? Like, people think I'm Mexican now. Yeah. Even though I speak no Spanish, they're like, hola, wey. Tacos, burritos, por favor. And they're like, dude, were you born here? I used to be awful growing up because I used to love James Bond. And my brothers would always say, dude, every time you do James Bond, he's Australian. (laughs) I'd be like, I'm James Bond, mate. And they're like, no, no. I'd always go, what's your name? James. James Bond. And they're like. <laughs> That's a weird. That's not even Australian. <laughs> He's like just a lost. <laughs> Sounds like nobody. Yeah. I like it, though. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. This jersey, shout out again to Josh Kingdom for sending a footy. And, uh, but it's a, a football. Koozie. What's the difference between this and an American football? Uh, it's a little bit more oblong. Like, it's, it's not quite. I like don't know a, what that word means. Instead of it being like, instead of it being like more like long, it's a little bit more like a roundish ball. It's like closer to a rugby gotcha. thing than a than a football. So it's like but a, it's like it's between a, the two. Would the equivalent be a penis with more girth? Yeah, it's like more girthy in the middle. I think yeah. I don't know how I don't know how to inflate as as, as opposed to size wise. But you know the the NFL ball comes to more of a point. Yeah. I'm just looking at your sponsors. That's why I was stopping. Yeah, I don't know. AFL is the league. Sure. Vero. I have no idea what Vero is. A dope. By the way, Majestic getting into the Aussie Rules football. What else? Game. Ma- what Majestic does uh, Major League Baseball. They used to, and now Nike does yeah, it. Yeah, now. now Nike does it. They lost it. That was like the big thing for Majestic was when they lost the. They had it for years, yeah, right? They lost the baseball, and apparently they picked up with Aussie football. You know, especially we. This had... jersey is tight. We get so many Aussie tourists down here in Venice. Everyone's just going to think you're an Aussie tourist. Yeah, great. Yeah. Well, you know what happens? I have a I have an Aussie rugby shirt as well that I rock, and people are are Aussies are always trying to talk to me about that. And then I'll be like, Ah, dude, I went once, but now I'm going to have to tell them the whole story and be like, Listen, Mike, here's the deal. NFL hates free speech, Mike. You know, brew. Listen, and then I'll have to give them the whole speech. About why I'm on the AFL now. I was actually really going to have to work on my accent. I was actually talking last night uh, at the hostel show. We we had a couple British comics, and uh, I was talking to them about it. They were all intrigued about what's going on in America with the 
football and but they were saying they were saying people and they were in town from london they're like people get turned in london for football for football yeah because i was asking but they go yeah dude they think it would i mean again these are just two random comics but they go a franchise would work and they were saying how stoked people get and i said it's always funny as an american because when they'll show like i remember recently the Bengals played the redskins and they'll show the crowd and it'll be like a dude wearing a Tom Brady jersey. Yeah, because it's just football fans that that's, are there. That's what he was yeah. saying. Yeah. Like, they'll just, people will go. Yeah. But, if you build it. Yeah. That's from uh, Field of Dreams, EJ. EJ got that one. Why do we find interns that know nothing about sports and pop culture? Because they're younger than us. They know about younger shit. Again, I'm sure he can give me, like, I'm sure he's lived in the SpongeBob Reddit. You know what I mean? Like, neither of those things yeah. mean anything to me. Yeah, <laughs> but but again, we, we're beating a dead bush here, as I like to say. You and I know about stuff that was before our time. Yeah, but not, like, I mean, do you know, do you know, do you know one day at a time? Like, do you know all the characters? Like, no. Right. It's, like, barely before your time. Yeah. If I had if I had cigarettes rolled up on my sleeve, I'm like I'm doing the full Schneider. You'd be like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, I have no clue what you're talking yeah. about right now. Exactly, none at all. It's a popular TV show. They actually just brought it back. They did. Yeah, they bring everything back. Yeah, exactly. I'm bringing sexy back right now. In this, I was fucking, hoping you would say that. This jersey. You I'm want trying to see how my farmer's tan looks on the uh, on the live stream. Actually, my farmer's tan is not as bad as it usually is this time of year. We got to play some volleyball. You got to work on that. Yeah, I think that's why I'm smoothed out. Is because we've been playing volleyball. No, but we haven't. I haven't. Right? Isn't this fascinating? By the way, for a hairy guy, it just stops at my elbow. You ever seen a guy with such hairy arms and no hairy like bicep area? Look, like, how, look at that. You have hairier biceps than I do. Look, Meanwhile, hair. I have more hair on my on my forearm than you do on the rest of your body combined. Look how much hair I have on my shoulder. Yeah, I got to go see my my Puerto Rican girl Yvonne. She's got to wax me. Yeah, totally get that bicep area too. I think she's gonna wax me this week. Yeah, then we're gonna go salsa. Wax that ass. Maybe go salsa dancing afterwards. <laughs> Didn't you take her out one time? No, we just met. We're just we're cool. You just met out? Yeah, we're not like. You weren't trying to hit it. No. Weren't you? <laughs> she's cute. Weren't you? <laughs> Puerto Rican girl from uh, Puerto Rico. From New York. Yeah. That's but, the best kind of Puerto Rican girl. Yeah, got that Latin sass, man. Don't mess around. That Latin sass. What? Isn't that what they say? That, <laughs> sure. That Latin fire. Usually, usually, like, the Latinos don't say sass. You so, know is that what gay men say? It's like a, it's like a southern term. Like, he's sassy. <laughs> are, oh, you on, are you on mic right now? Don't sass me. Yeah, I'm on mic. Well, hop in. We're talking he's about like, Puerto Ricans. Like, I mean, what do you want me like, to say? Yeah, yes, I am on the microphone. <laughs> Hello. 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 No, I mean, sass, yeah. They don't say Latin sass. Latin spunk? The spice. spice. Thank you. Come on, the dude. Spice. <laughs> spunk? What are they? A fucking 90s person jizzing on something? <laughs> you spunk all over that, dude? Love Latin spunk? I love the Latin spunk, bro. Yeah. Latin spunk is what fucking Pipple leaves on chicks in the green room. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. I'm getting lots of comments on my fucking arms. Yeah. It's like ripped Yeah. Up. Somebody said, uh, welcome to the gun show. So. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Is this going to mess with you that we're also live on YouTube, but also this is going to be an audio podcast? No, not at all. Not at all? <laughs> okay. Now my Kobe shit just happens live. Can't wait. Let's talk some NBA then, Prano. Let's do it. The finals are officially over. Yes. Rest in peace, LeBron James, Cleveland Cavaliers team. In fact, 
Rest in peace, Cleveland Cavaliers. This should be a fun next decade for you guys. Over under 35 wins for the Cavs next year. I'm going to go. That's good. That's a good over under. I'm going to go under, but I think it'll be right there. I did. I don't know if you saw my tweet. I did put it out there for all the people that wanted to make a wager on the Cavs winning 48 games last next year because the, the Bulls only won two less games when Jordan retired. Surprise, surprise. Two people took the bet for a grand total of $30. One of them was just based. It sounds like he's just trying to give me $10. Yeah. And then fix your issue. Who has who is spinning <laughs> spinning SpongeBob meme on Twitter the last couple weeks? But he he's trying to model after you. He's fix your issue. I know, but I I had to unfollow. Sorry, fix your issue. I had to unfollow. Like he is the epitome of the spinning SpongeBob. Like he's a LeBron fan. He's not a LeBron fan. He's a LeBron hater. He's a LeBron slurper. I was like, I can't be. I'm not watching finals games with you telling me LeBron needs to handle the ball less. You're unfollow. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Fix your basketball watch. Well, let's let's talk about the finals. Let's talk about how everything ended up. Let's do it. A complete and utter beatdown by the Golden State Warriors in game four. They never recovered from game one. No. They the, straight up did not recover from game one. The minute J.R. Smith forgot the score, that series was oh, uh, over. Sorry, I'm going to have to correct you. For one to forget something, they would have to know it first. Yeah. So what you're, what you're sort of guessing here is that at some point he knew the score of the game. I disagree that that was the case. I'm going to take this one step further, though, Prano. Listen to this crazy Andy Ruther take right now. J.R. Smith single-handedly has affected the future of the Cleveland Cavaliers franchise. What are you talking about? I'm going to take it one step further, and it's not even that crazy. J.R. Smith has has affected... The future of the NBA as a league. Yeah, it's a good LeBron point. LeBron James leaving the Cleveland Cavaliers affects the entire league. If he goes to the Rockets, fact. If LeBron James joins the Rockets, they'll be favored to win the NBA title next year. Yeah. If if LeBron James goes to my New York Knicks, the dumpster fire that is the New York Knicks, I would say they would be at absolute worst second favored to win the East. They might still put them behind Boston. They would immediately jump Philly. They'd probably jump Boston. Wait, if LeBron went to the Knicks? Yeah. Favorites to make the finals out of the East? Who's he got? Perzingis? Perzingis. Who knows? Perzingis. Who cares? Perzingis and Frank and Frankie Smokes. Yeah, yeah, but hold on, hold on, real quick. Back to this J.R. Smith thing. How much better is Kristaps Perzingis than every single player on the Cavs? Significantly. Better. Is he that much better than Kevin Love? Yes. I'm just posing the question. Yes, he is. Okay, back to the J.R. Smith thing, though, real quick. The idea of Kristaps Perzingis hitting, just getting open threes in games. Is the I I actually just jizz and and I, I don't <laughs> I Latin spunked in my pants right there just thinking of Chris Tasperzing is getting open threes. I don't want to play the what if game, but let's do it for a quick second. Like yeah. I don't always like to play it. If the Cavs win Game One, I would for sure for sure say minimum six game series. Yeah, yeah, changed everything. I agree, and I think this once they lost Game One, I'm glad they got swept. As a, as a fan of basketball and as a person who understands basketball, I don't care what anybody thinks. 
in my opinion, of LeBron James, and I'm going to say it for the millionth time on this show, I am not a Cavs fan. I am not. A, I just appreciate LeBron James as a player. I'm glad they got swept. I don't want him. I don't want him losing in five or six games after that and feeling like, oh, we lost in six games and we gave away game one. This could have been a seven-game series. Anything can happen in game seven. I'm going to come back to the Cavs. Beat it. You brought a title to Cleveland. Get the fuck out of there. You owe them nothing. Come to New York. Come to Houston. Come to wherever. I saw him one thing. It was uh, Lakers, then uh, Sixers, then Knicks. They had Knicks over the Rockets. I, I, I don't want to play that game. Yeah. I think it's stupid. We're going to hear. You literally put on the rundown, where does LeBron James go next? You have like now you now you're having now you're putting things on the rundown to test me. Yeah. If I bring it up, yeah. And you don't want to talk about yep. it. Yep. I'm glad you read the rundown, but I, I do want to look. There's a lot I want to talk about with the finals, obviously LeBron included. But I just want to say his stats before we because I want to talk about Golden State. I would love to get in uh, where we think now. You, myself, and Tug were were texting each other the other night. Sure. Where this puts Steph Curry now as far as all time Kevin Durant and so and so, but. I want to just give LeBron's final stats, just so everybody knows. His final stats for four games was 34.5 points a game, 8 assists, 10 rebounds on 52% shooting. That's for the entire playoffs? For the entire finals. finals. Okay. So 34.5, 8 assists, 10 rebounds. Yeah. I'm going to do it one last time. I just want to compare it to some of Jordan's greatest finals. Now, they got their ass kicked. I'm not denying that. We know it happened. They got their ass kicked. But I looked at a bunch of different websites. Arguably, Jordan's two best finals, as far as all-around game, yep. his best was probably against the Lakers, maybe, where he averaged 31, 11.5 assists, 6.5 rebounds. They won in five games. Yep. So comparable. Against the Suns, 41 points. Eight and a half rebounds, six assists. Again, it's compare. The point is, they're very close to each other in points, assists, and rebounds. Uh, but one guy won, and the other guy got swept, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But to me, that's why I'm bringing it up. Yeah, that's why I'm bringing it up. Their numbers are comparable, according to this one website. Jordan's best all around NBA Finals was 91 against the Lakers, his first one. Yeah. And they won in five games. The Cavs just lost in four games. Right. The reason I'm bringing this up is to just reiterate this. It is a team game. Yeah. A lot of people love to go like... It's a team sport. A lot of people, and I've, I've, I mean, this has been the year of the Jordan slurper for me on, on Twitter. I love to battle them. A lot of people are like, look at the ages of the Lakers that year. They actually weren't that old. To which I always reply, show me the Lakers roster with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on it. Show me it. He retired. All those titles, when we all talk about, oh, Jordan couldn't do it without Pippen. And what, what did LeBron do before he got to Miami? What did Magic Johnson do? Without Kareem on his team. Yeah, he won He won some games when Kareem was hurt, but he retired. They lost. That was a completely different team. Also, Magic had HIV at the time. And, yeah, that was, like, that was not the prime Lakers. 
Jordan didn't take down the champs. Yeah. They didn't even win the two years before that. Well, again, I don't, I don't want to go too far down. I just wanted yeah. to, I just wanted to bring those points up. I just wanted to compare stats. And now we got to bring up LeBron's broken hand. Yep. So LeBron suffered a hand, a deep hand. They're calling it a deep hand contusion. Sure. So it's not a broken hand. He punched a dry erase board yep. after game one because he realized J.R. Smith. You should have punched J.R. Smith. In the face. Yeah. Yeah. What, you know, wouldn't have hurt his hand as much. So where do we look at LeBron now? Do we look at it and say, holy shit, this guy basically had a broken hand and averaged 34. Well, he didn't have a broken hand, but yeah, I hear eight it. Eight and ten. Yeah. This guy is Superman. Or do we say, fuck you, LeBron. You're supposed to be the leader. You can't let your emotions get out of control and possibly hurt yourself. Th- th- I, I think that the answer is in between the two of those. A ludicrous... Number of things happened at the end of that game. They reversed a charge call. They reversed one. They were like, hey, I know that it's the NBA Finals and it's game one and it's the heavily favored Golden State Warriors. But why don't we pull a dirty sports here and just try to like go live? Just try to do something different. Why don't we like put the camera out there and I don't know, start reversing charges? Sounds like a good day to test this. Let's take this take this reverse charge thing for a test drive. Cost them the game. J.R. Smith, not knowing the score, cost them the game. In game one, the, the, the game they needed, and he scored 51. The idea that LeBron James isn't going to be upset about that, is, it's kind of ludicrous to ask from him. I punched a refrigerator and got a deep contusion in my hand. Yeah, but, you're, but hold on a second. You're not... The best basketball player in the world. Right, but I was also watching my football team in the Super Bowl. I don't play for that team. I didn't lose the Super Bowl. I lost like a $200 bet to my bookie. I didn't lose the NBA championship on it. This dude, like the idea that he was upset, like it's not that crazy. What he should have done, he should have taken a page out of Jordan's book and just punched Steve Kerr in the face. That would have hurt his hand less and it would have affected their coaching staff. I mean, like, it's not the first time an NBA player has punched something. So so you're defending it, Prano. I'm not defending anything. Okay. I'm saying it's total. It's like in between. I don't think it's the most ludicrous action that's ever been done. Well, and I also don't think well, he should get any props for how he played after that. Well, here's my take. It doesn't fucking matter. Right. Whether LeBron chopped off his hand with an axe or didn't punch anything, it would not have affected the series. Right. How much better was he going to play with a uh, fine hand? I just don't like this headline. This is the USA Today headline. LeBron James' injured hand leaves 2018 NBA Finals loss to Warriors with big what-if factor. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't. Well, first of all, USA Today, stop writing 30-word headlines. What, yeah. I, mean, what, I mean, I know it's the internet era, but no, like... But their argument in this article, which I read, is basically saying... He had 51 in game one. That's why I just brought up his stats, by the way, as another point to say what what else w- would he have done? So if he scores 42, 12, and 10, they lose in six games? If he scores 45, you know, 15 and 15, they lose in seven games? The scoring 34 and a half points with eight and a half rebounds and 10, 11 assists or whatever it is in the NBA Finals and getting swept proves that there is a great talent divide between yeah. those two teams. 
the second and possibly you know third or fourth best player in the NBA play together on the other team. One of the most lethal shooters in the history of the NBA, besides that guy who's the f- third or fourth best player in the NBA, also on that team. They're, they so ha- it doesn't matter. You agree? I, I agree that it – look, if LeBron James – if they had one game one and he doesn't have a hand, like, yeah. Any, like, again, just like the series we talked about in Houston, anything's possible. You get to a seven-game series. But, but my they argu- didn't win game one. But that's the point. My argument is whether he punches a dry race board or not, they're getting their ass kicked. Like, it I, I, was over after the J.R. Smith thing. Exactly. They, as a team – they rolled over in overtime of that game. He didn't break his hand until they got to the locker room. Yeah. Momentum goes out the window. You were about to steal a game on the road from the champs, and you and you blow it. I mean, everything that you need to know about the Cleveland Cavaliers for the rest of the series, you saw in overtime. The, dude, they're, it's, it's LeBron James and a bunch of guys. Bottom line. Bottom line. Come to the Knicks, dude. Chris Asperzingis will not go fucking over. How many? How much money do you think they could sell that dry race board for? I was thinking about that today. Some Jordan Slurper will buy it, right? Some Jordan Slurper would spend his fucking money on it. Why would a Jordan Slurper buy? Because they're like, look, this is this is the LeBron broke his hand. Jordan never broke his hand. Jordan's hands wouldn't break. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna get Michael Jordan to sign this and punch it. Show me his hands don't break. The only thing Jordan breaks is from the NBA every three years because soft. Where's this argument go on our show? Is is this are we gonna be able to put shit to rest? What shit? Just the Jordan, LeBron, all that. I'm I'm all for mercenary LeBron. I told you. Let's go. Get seven. Get seven any way you can. The stats are already there. What he's done in the NBA is already there. No one in the history of the game. Goes to fucking eight straight finals with multiple teams. It's there. The legacy's there. The stats are there. It's all there. Now I say go get the go get the finals. Go get the wins any way you can, and then just start doing. And then, I if I were him, I would take the four hundred kids he's putting through school in Akron with the eighty million dollars he spent, and I would tell them every day you must go on the internet and post seven greater than six somewhere, just like every day. We're gonna have an hour a day class where you just have to go and put seven greater than six. Mercenary LeBron, go to the Rockets, go to the Knicks, go to the Lakers. In that order, let's go. I want to bring up an article. You know, I've been reading The Ringer a lot lately, and I thought that I sent this to you. I don't know if you had a time to look at it. I did. I thought it was a great article. The headline is, um, and this this goes to the whole LeBron argument. This is what's so important. And not just LeBron, but Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, all these guys. The title of the article says, and I, and I recommend everybody reading it over at The Ringer, a modern NBA champion can't be led by any one player anymore. And I don't think they went far enough into it in that article. They're basically saying you can't have just one star. You need multiple stars. It's always been that way, though. Because, because Exactly. That's the, that's the thing with a modern NBA. It's like what they're saying, even though it's like not – the, the only reason this Warriors team is different is because Steph has an MV, has two MVPs and Durant has yeah. an MVP and Durant has two finals. So it's like, who is the guy? Sure. Like, meanwhile, before it was very clear who the alpha was and who the uh, who the other guy who the you know, the, the Batman was and who the Robin is. 
But we, we're this is. I mean, how far back do you have to go? But that's my point. I started going back. Dirk is like the one. Dirk is probably the one single finals winner that you could be like clear head and shoulders above the rest of the team. Because I was thinking about that. Obviously, you have. Let's just start naming. Let's just start naming different teams. Jordan Pippen, a bird. Mikhail Parrish, Magic Kareem Worthy, uh, Isaiah. Yeah, Isaiah, and also you know Dumars. Yeah, and Rodman. Rodman's in the fucking Hall of Fame. Yeah, you've got uh, even even with the Spurs when. Duncan won his first title. Robinson was still there. Yeah. When Duncan won his later ones, you had uh, Tony Parker and Ginobili. When uh, he wins the last one, Kawhi is winning MVP. Yeah. You have the Rockets. You have Akeem. You've Clyde for the second one. Uh, but but even that, that's probably that's probably the next one. Yeah. After that's probably the next one after Dirk, where you're like, it's clearly Hakeem. And the Rockets. Kobe Shaq. Kobe, yeah. Kobe Palgasol. The, the, the point is, on all these finals... First of all, correction, Shaq, Kobe, Kobe Palgasol, even though I don't say Palgasol, Kobe, but either way, if we're going to... We're absolutely saying Shaq, But, but my point Kobe. is, this article doesn't, in my opinion, dig deep enough. Like, we're saying, you need more than one star. This is, this is what I don't understand from people. Jordan didn't win without Scottie Pippen. He did. He did. He won one playoff game. 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 Not serious. Not serious. Not serious. Game. He won one game. One game. One playoff game. Yeah. Until a Hall of Famer joined. And then for all the Jordan slippers out there, let's talk about one more thing that people just I I don't understand why people refuse to admit this. The year they lost to the Magic, he came back. He scored 55 in the Garden. He went 24 and 10 with that team. They made it to the second round. He averaged 35 points. Was he back or was he not back? They fucking lost to the Magic. They lost to the Magic. Shaq with and Jordan. Penny. With Jordan. Yeah. He was back for a while. He made the playoffs. They lost. He didn't have a bad series. It wasn't like, oh, Jordan got tired. He played well. And then... They went out and got, not that Michael Jordan would ever play for a, with a rival, but he went out and got a Hall of Famer from the Pistons that beat him multiple times in the playoffs. He had Dennis Rodman join the Bulls. That was the difference between losing to that Magic team and not losing to that Magic team. Because Horace Grant left the Bulls and joined the Magic. Magic, that's correct. And suddenly, the Magic have this fucking rebounding machine that Jordan had for all three of his first three titles. They had Mr. Rebound, Horace Grant, rebounder extraordinaire. He left, they lose. What did Jordan go out and get? A Hall of Fame rebounder. Yeah. Th- th- like, let's stop talking about this like he didn't fucking lose. You, if you if he didn't lose that series, then you don't get to talk about the 55 points in the Garden. You don't get to talk about the, how many points he scored in that playoff series. You, you, you don't get... He lost. I... You know what's... Fu- yeah, if he didn't quit, he would have won eight straight. Except he wouldn't because he came back and fucking took an L. I remember when the Bulls got Dennis Rodman because that was back in the day... I'm aging myself now, but got all the news from the, the paper. Yeah. Got the local paper. I, but I remember to this day, and I'm not just saying this to feed this argument that you're saying. I do remember as, as a young kid, when, when did he join them in, uh, for the 90, or 96 team? Yeah. 
So I was I was 14, 15 years old. I remember thinking that. I remember being like, wait a second. As a child, because this I never seen this. The Bulls just added. They already have Michael and Scotty. Tony Kukoc. Tony Kukoc, who was a great six man off the bench. I remember thinking they're adding this beast of a rebounder because they lost a great rebounder and defensive player. I remember thinking no, and I knew that. I knew that as as a fourteen year old kid in Cincinnati, Ohio. I knew no one was going to touch the Bulls. Because of those, quote-unquote, those are a big three. Why are we not talking about those are a big three? Yeah, they're all in the Hall of Fame. Sky Pittman is one of the elite wing defenders in the history of the game. Yeah. Dennis Rodman is one of the elite defenders in the history of the game. And now, yeah, Michael Jordan's better defensively. You know who you know who would be great defensively? LeBron James if he was guarding Hersey Hawkins and Jeff Hornacek all night. I mean, would LeBron James even guard Jeff Hornacek, or would he just be a fucking chase-down blocking machine? He's like, uh, Jeff, a good day to you, sir. Enjoy. I shall be back should you ever touch the ball. Until then, I'll be over here helping other people. Yeah. Because you're Jeff fucking Hornacek. And now Dennis Rodman is basically making peace with North Korea. Yeah. Good. Bigger accomplishment. What Dennis Rodman's doing or anything Michael Jordan's done? Serious, <laughs> serious question. I'm just saying. I mean, if he disarms North Korea. Yeah. Dennis Rodman is disarming North Korea at this yeah. point. In some, in some regards, you could say that Michael Jordan, you know, helped inflate uh, the American capitalism around the world and make people angry at us, you know? Everywhere they turn, it's Michael, American Michael Jordan selling you McDonald's, getting other countries fat. Selling you fucking Gatorade, getting other countries fucking so we full can, of we sugar. So we can title this episode, Michael Jordan Ruined American yeah. Foreign Policy. Michael, Michael that, that, that's kind of long. Michael Jordan extended the Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> well, Prano, we're going to get into the Golden State Warriors. I really do want to talk about some of their players and where they stand now as far yep. as uh, legacy. Yep. But before we do that, you know, as I look on this lovely YouTube live stream, I just want to say your mustache looks Fabulous. Thank you. I didn't know that I was getting an Australian football jersey. Yeah. Guernsey when I got here tonight. But boy, does my mustache go with it, huh? Fucking no sleeves and a mustache. Hey, leave your sleeves at home. Bring your mustache. That's right. Thanks to the good folks at Harry's Razors. Harry's keeps that mustache looking fresh. It truly does. My favorite thing about Harry's Razors, the fifth trimmer blade that I use up here so I can keep it nice and thick. Down here to get it out to a, a Selleck-like point. Love. The chevron, as they call this stash style. Love the fifth trimmer blade. And yeah. uh, I'll be honest, I'll give you guys another little Ruther uh, tidbit. I, I That fifth trimmer blade. Welcome to another episode of Ruther's Tidbits. <laughs> that fifth trimmer trimmer blade, certain parts of my balls, just ever so lightly. Yeah, just to get, I would never do that. Ever. Get those hairs. Get them done. Harry stands behind the quality of their blades, guys. They know switching razor blades isn't easy, so they created a trial offer. You can claim yours by going to harrys.com forward slash dirty. Get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. This includes a weighted ergonomic, ergonomic, I'll say it however I want, guys, handle. A f- don't say it right. <laughs> a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. 
Listeners, that's you guys, can redeem their trial set at harrys.com forward slash dirty. Make sure you go to harrys.com forward slash dirty to redeem your offer and let them know I sent you to support the show. Tweet at them. Say, Harry's. I got these razor blades because I listen to Dirty Sports, and now my mustache looks as good as Joe Prano. Yeah, with Stanga's uh, picture, we got a shout-out. Stanga, he sent out a picture today with the mustache. He put some lines in his head. I'm wondering if he did that with Harry's razors. He probably did. You know, the mustache looks good. I think he should have used the fifth trimmer blade on the lines. They're a little thick. Yeah. A little bit of thick lines. It looks like somebody who's cutting corn down. That's right. But an ode to both of us, to my mustache and your lines. Which I need to redo the lines. Yeah. I definitely need to redo the lines. They've uh, they've basically grown out. Now you just see gray hairs, and uh, I don't like that. Think about dyeing my hair purple or something. Don't, do, don't, don't dye your hair purple. With lines. Why purple? Eh, just to fuck around. A little Maria, an ode to Maria? Yeah. And I'll, and I'll just be so angry again. <laughs> was she the ang- Serious question. Was Maria the angriest person ever associated with Dirty Sports? Um... Was there anybody who we've ever had as a guest? I'll say this. Maybe, and we'll get to him later in the show, maybe Kellen Winslow Jr. was angrier. Okay. He wanted no part of that interview. Yeah. No, but Maria was like, Maria was, had, was full of hate. Hate. Yeah, full of it. She hated us. Me especially. She especially hated you. Like, I feel like <laughs> if I had not been attached to you, she'd have been like, I get it. Not exactly, you know. Not exactly my type of guy, but I like I understand where he's coming from. Once you were involved, she's like, nope, hate both of you now. Oh, she hated me. Remember when Stanga drew that picture of her jerking us both off? I think that was the beginning of her hating us, yeah. <laughs> she had super long arms to jerk us off. Can you like stretch Armstrong, yeah. jerk off arms? Yeah. Can you imagine if that leaked like now? Isn't that crazy how much things have changed? Yeah. Him drawing and us tweeting out a picture of her jerking us Honestly, off. Honestly, probably not a good idea to even mention it because retroactively, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. She could say we we me tooted her. No, we didn't. We didn't do anything. Well, I we tweeted f- it out. Whatever. She doesn't listen. No, but anyway, let's proceed. Let's talk about Steph Curry. Let's do it. He now has three rings. Yep. This is important. Two MVPs regular season, zero finals MVPs. Yep. Tug Coker, our dear friend, texted both of us and said, where does Steph Curry now rank all time in the history of the National Basketball Association? Joe Prano? Uh, Look, I would have to really sit down and think about that. But the three, like, again, the championships only enhance your legacy, right? They don't, unless you're a choker, like, making it to the like. If you're a guy who's considered great, if you're a multi-MVP guy, and you don't win a championship, the Patrick Ewings, the Charles Barkleys, the, all these people that don't have them, that doesn't mean that you're not a Hall of Famer, as proven by all those guys getting into the Hall of Fame. Unless there was moments where you're like, oh, man, remember the Charles Barkley finals? He won the MVP that year, and then he went to the finals. And Jordan didn't just own him, but he scored seven po- He averaged seven points for the series. Yeah. Now, that's th- that's where your legacy can take a hit. You know what I mean? When you, when you have moments and you just don't show up. Sure. But otherwise, but at the same time, Steph Curry was a multi-MVP, was the person that these Warriors were originally built around, did change the NBA in a sense in like he came into 
the the Mike D'Antoni era of like everybody's gonna shoot a bunch of threes, and he's like, that's great news for me because I fucking will make a lot of threes, and he's done it at a level no one's ever done it. I've already said long ago he's clearly and not arguably the number one shooter in the history of the NBA. He's the best shooter in the history of the NBA. Where does he rank all time? Uh, the titles help. They certainly help his legacy. Two MVPs help. Then building this, you know, semi-dynasty around him help. I don't know. I ballparked it at 20-ish. Does it hurt that he hasn't won any finals MVPs? It does. Again. Of those three no. does it titles. Hurt, does it hurt his legacy? No. He's that high. Would he be that much higher if he had won all three of these finals MVPs? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Because it's like, oh, he was clearly the best player on the best team. And was he clearly the best player on their first finals team? Yes. Was he clearly the best player on their first championship team? Of course he was. The Andre Iguodala finals MVP will forever be tainted. It shouldn't have gone to Steph Curry. It should have gone to LeBron James. But... That being said, he was the best player on that team. He has one title where he's the, clearly the best player on the championship team. Everything that has happened since Kevin Durant has gone there almost in a way doesn't – like I, I'm not counting any of these titles for either of their legacies. I get it. Everybody likes to ring count, but the two of the five best players in the league joined up. Yeah. That's why, to me, LeBron James' legacy has already been cemented. He can only add to it. The idea that he would now go join a super team and add titles, that's not going to change anything for me, but it is going to change things for the way people talk about it on the Internet because people are stupid. Seven greater than six. Six greater than five. Again, no one's talking about Robert Ory's sevens greater than anybody's six because people are fucking... There's holes in everybody's logical arguments. But... The bottom line is Steph Curry won one. Steph Curry won 73 games and broke a record. Steph Curry then lost to LeBron James in the finals, and then Kevin Durant came. Kevin Durant is already in my probably top 10 all time. Top 10? Yeah. He's the second best player when the league is at its best. He's a seven-foot, sharp-shooting two-guard that can defend the rim, that, that can play a complete game. He has, uh, he has an MVP. He has multiple finals MVPs. Again, look, it, was it ridiculous and stupid and unfair that he joined a 73-win team? Of course it is. But then when he joined that team with Steph Curry, who won multiple MVPs, he's won both finals MVPs. It helps. But he's really, really fucking good at basketball. That's why it's kind of fucked up he joined that team. When I watch Kevin Durant... To me, the difference between Kevin Durant and LeBron is that, like, when LeBron's driving or even shooting or whatever he does, when, when I think LeBron, like, the adjectives that come to mind are, like, force and brute and strength. And Kevin Durant, though, is just so smooth and graceful. Sure. Like, when you watch him play, it's, it's amazing because when he gets that ball and he kept getting switched up with George Hill, which I couldn't figure out, especially in games three and four. You think to yourself, there's no way he he's just gonna swish it. Right? Like But he's a seven foot tall. That's what I'm saying. Th- so he's actually seven foot one. And, and he makes it look so easy. Ne- no one's gonna block it. No one. No one. So but you know, the the thing about Kevin Durant is 
Kevin Durant played with great players. Kevin Durant played with guys who will now, probably after they give James Harden the award, he will have played on a team with two other league MVPs. He didn't win a finals. He made it to one. The questions of him and Westbrook and who can play and whatever, like that's where his legacy does. It, it does take a hit because no one is saying that Kevin Durant can't score. But when you join the Warriors, what you notice about that team is you can't collapse on Kevin Durant. You can't even try to make it difficult on Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant making a 18-footer in your face has a game-changing momentum. You're like, fuck, what do I do? Like, I guarded that as well as I could have, and he still make it, made it. Yeah. But that still doesn't have an, the same effect on the momentum of a game as if he passes out of that because people collapse and Steph Curry reigns a three or Clay reigns a three. Those threes, those open threes that those guys get, they are momentum-swinging shots. Always. Kevin Durant had games in this series and in the Rocket series where, like, Kevin Durant's going off and everybody was fine with it. Both teams. Both teams were like, cool. The Rockets were like, great. Get 40. Awesome. Do it. We don't care. When Steph had those games, you're like, fuck. And when he's hitting those threes, when he's hitting the end of the shot clock three, that's those are will-breaking shots. Yeah. Now... That's why the them joining forces, it's like, man, it's not really fair. Like, what would Kevin Durant do on a team where people are like, yeah, we're just going to shut down Kevin Durant. Kick it out to George Hill, guy. <laughs> Kick it out to fucking uh, Kyle Korver. Let's see how that goes. Kick it out to fucking J.R. Smith. We know how it goes. It goes how it went for LeBron James. Those guys fucking choke, and then you get swept in the NBA Finals. That's why I want to see... LeBron James join a team with guys who aren't going to fuck those shots up. Let's go. Mercenary LeBron. But I also wonder if the pressure, not just the Cavs, wherever LeBron goes, might be the big factor. Like, these guys, like, take Kyle Korver, for example. Sure. Korver had a good playoffs until the finals, and he took a hot, steamy shit every game. Do you, have you noticed? The how, how can he? But my my thing is this: D Does the pressure get to somebody like that, which is normal? H how does somebody like that, who all he does is rain threes, suddenly just brick all his open threes? Because, well, there's a, a lot of different answers to this. The Warriors are a very very talented team. They're not young, like the Celtics. They're not going to randomly give him shots where he's able to set his feet. The difference between Kyle Korver, who is one of the great shooters in the history of the NBA, and Klay Thompson, who is also one of the great shooters in the history of the NBA, is Kyle Korver was coming off screens, catching the ball, elevating, shooting, turning while in the air, and his shooting percentage was what the fuck ever. Klay Thompson is getting ball shots, setting his feet, looking around, shooting. Like... Kevin Durant is out there, and Steph Curry is out there, and they're being guarded by fucking Rodney Hood, Jordan Clarkson, Tristan Thompson. No one knows what the fuck is happening. Kyle Korver is still being guarded by Sean Livingston, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. Everything is him fucking rising and firing. Like, the amount of times that I saw him 
catch a ball and be in the air while he was still facing the guy who passed it to him and going to find it. The amount of times Clay Thompson was just, I go, God, that's one of the greatest shooters ever. He has all fucking day. He has all day. That's why give me LeBron James with God. Give me LeBron James with a Chris Tapps Porzingis, who, like Kevin Durant, is you're not going to block my three. You, I'll give you a ladder, and I'll give you a fucking head start. You're not going to block my three. I'm seven feet tall. What about trampoline? Yeah, the, the, the mini ones. Remember the workout ones yeah. that were big in the 80s and 90s? What was that all about? Weird time. But what did people do on those? Those little trampolines. They jumped up and down. That's what you. That was an exercise. I think so. I never knew. I because they they didn't really have enough bounce for you to like do anything fun on them. I think they were just for like working out. I don't know. It's you know, it's like anything else. It's like a shitty workout trend. Yeah. I mean, I got these arms doing Tybo personally. Where do we put the Warriors now? Four straight finals. Yep. They've won three. Yeah. They're not going anywhere away anywhere anytime soon. No. No. I mean, this is an all-time team. Yeah. Who's beating them? That's the question. Nobody. That's the answer. Yeah. I understand that other teams had Hall of Fame, but you have to take into consideration the talent level. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I like Kevin Durant as a player. I don't like him as a person, but I like him as a player. And... He walks into a gym in 1994. He's shot. They would shoot him. He'd be like a yeti. They would take. They would like kill him and ask questions later. They're like, "That's not a. That's an alien. We have to shoot him." And they're like, "Why did you say that?" He's because he's a seven foot shooting guard. He's making everything. Yeah. Like the talent level is beyond anything we could ever imagine. Larry Bird was a. I love Larry Bird. Larry Bird was a fantastic player. Larry Bird was essentially. Kevin Durant at the time. Way tall for a guy that could shoot that well. Larry Bird, 6'8". How does anybody fucking stop him? Kevin Durant is seven foot one. Now, Larry Bird, in fairness, a better passer than Kevin Durant. But as a scorer, it was, how do you stop him? He's so tall as compared to other scoring types. And he's got the right hand. He's got the left hand. I mean, this is Larry Bird we're talking about. Larry Bird, uh, drop Kevin Durant in that situation. It's not a fucking, it's not even close. He would be shot in an NBA gym in the 90s. But even. Uh, this is the best team ever. But I want to look at basically the next five or six years right now. The Warriors are still pretty young, is my point. Like yeah. it's it's scary if everybody thinks about it. LeBron, I know he hasn't slowed down, and I know I say this every year. Like he's gonna have to start slow. He's gonna have to start slowing down at some point. Yeah. My, my thing is LeBron. Maybe right. I'll, I'll say maybe has two more years of this level, if that. Well, what is this level? Level that we've never seen before yeah. in like the history of but any that, sport. But that's what I'm saying. Because I'm, I'm basically I give two more years before LeBron James becomes human again. But, but, like, but I'm, I'm trying. But the reason I'm bringing this up is I'm trying to look past right the LeBron era and say, well, shit. If LeBron is way less of himself in four years than he is now, Kevin Durant is not going to be way less of himself in four years from now. That's all I'm saying. Like, Steph Curry isn't. But the difference between LeBron... Clay Thompson. Right. My point is, it's like until infinity, 
how good the fucking Warriors are. I know yeah. that's, it's a big term, and, like a big hop in here. I know you want to say something. I, I don't think that they all stay together for four years, for right. four more years. I think okay. one of them, like not saying that they're going to lose their talent level, but I, I think eventually, because... It's a Kobe Shaq thing. Yeah, like one of them is going to start to... like Kyrie, LeBron thing. Steph has not won a finals MVP. And but I know that yeah. he's like... Yeah, I'm all about the but team. But Steph's not leaving the Warriors. But yeah, but I'm. He but might like, run Kevin Durant out. There. That's what I'm saying. Like I could definitely see like a kind of a passive aggressive between them, where Durant starts to feel like I was never really a part of this, and and I'll go show you I can win somewhere else. And I'll go else. yeah, and I'll go somewhere else Good because I don't buddy. think I I personally I don't think Durant retires as a as a warrior. I, Steph for sure, Clay probably, Draymond. I, and, and no one will give honestly, him money. Clay Thompson is the X factor in the team. In yeah, that team because he. Doesn't seem like he gives a shit. Like, Clay Thompson could be James Harden. He could join the Mavericks and be an MVP candidate. Putting up 30 a game. He could join the Knicks and be an MVP candidate. And they could be contenders. He could join the fucking Philadelphia 76ers and immediately be the best player on that team with two other blossoming superstars and be an MVP candidate. I don't think he gives a shit. I just don't. I think he's like... Why? I'm winning. Pot's good in Northern California. Like, I'm good. I'm chill. Supposedly we're opening a stadium in San Francisco. Works for me. Like, I think that he is really kind of an X factor for that team for that reason. Also, I think that, you know, you say this is a dynasty. You you have to remember, their roster, while... Now having Kevin Durant makes it significantly better than it was when they didn't have Kevin Durant, right? Agreed? Sure. At, at Kevin Durant and Steph Curry greater than every pairing in history. Of course. But they're not as talented as they were without Kevin Durant when they went 73-9. and nine. And Jerry West did leave the team. And Jerry West is now with the Clippers. And they've made some, like, how many centers did they have on their bench that didn't fucking play? Like, JaVale McGee finally started getting minutes in the finals. Zaza's sitting on the fucking bench. They don't have the perfect roster like they did before Kevin Durant. And and honestly, that's hard to do. You brought in Kevin Durant. you got to save money in certain places. I think they may need to shift a little bit in thinking, who else fits with this team? They got certainly contributions from... You know, Looney up into the playoffs until the finals. Bell played great. But they've got some guys. Livingston is McGee still had a good, good finals. Yeah, no, he did. But I'm saying up to that point, he didn't play at all. Yeah. They've got a bunch. They've got some roster issues. But, like, their roster issues aren't really issues when you have Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and Clay sure. Thompson. But, you know, we're talking about LeBron James. And I know I'm the all-time Bron sexual LeBron slurper dick rider is... Okay, two more years of LeBron, three more years of LeBron at peak LeBron. Have you ever felt any player was more suited to becoming this next stage of his career guy? Like, you always talk about, oh, Patrick Ewing was just a guy who dunks, and then he became a fucking, you know, turnaround jump shot guy, and this guy was an outside player, and then became more of a post guy. Like, the idea of LeBron James moving into more of a, post up roll and passing out of the post barring injury knock on fake wood uh does lebron james do that till he's 42 
I mean, that's the question. At what point? At what point does? Because you know where LeBron. If LeBron James is LeBron wants to go full Hollywood, right? Like, like that's basically you can see it. The writing's on the wall. When does LeBron want to go full LA movies, producing, which he's already doing? Yeah. Why do you need to? Why do you need to stop being in the NBA for that? You don't, but I can see him. All the time that Harvey Weinstein spent raping people, LeBron James is spending playing basketball. True. Like, you can do other shit. Will LeBron be the first one ever to be in the NBA, or maybe this has happened, with his son? I think that's one thing that he's trying to do. That's what I'm saying. I also think for sure he's not going anywhere until he breaks the all-time scoring record. I mean, at 34 and a half points a game in the finals with a hand contusion against the greatest roster ever, how, like, at what point does LeBron not able to average 19 in the NBA? 50? Can 50-year-old LeBron James, barring injury, <laughs> average 19? I'm not joking. 19. He's going to star in Uncle Drew 2, whatever the hell that fucking stupid right. movie is. But Are we going to get stoned and see that, by the way? Sure. Let's do it. We have to go into, like, a black neighborhood for it, too. By the way, I was just, this, uh, this just, I was just thinking about... Basketball, Uncle Drew, old people playing. And then I went down a whole... I, I should... There's a, a women's Australian football league. That's Is what there? I should do with my transgenderness. Do the Auss, the female Aussie rules league? That's what you want to do? Yeah. Get me in the Aussie women's league. I mean, it's 2018. If you identify, who's stopping you? Yeah, nobody. Although Australia probably isn't like the U.S. They're like, get the fuck out of here, mate. You're a mate, mate. <laughs> Actually, You're not a bird, mate. You're a mate, mate. Actually, that's not true because it was Australia was the country where I believe I believe it was Aussie rules football or it might have been rugby again because I clearly don't know the difference. There was a transgender woman who played who used to be a dude. Oh, that's me, dude. And, but I'm not. I'm not getting rid of the mustache. I'm not dealing through any testosterone. I just identify as a fucking beefcake woman. Beefcake woman. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a you, mustache. You would classify yourself as a beefcake? For a woman, right? I'm not a beefcake of a dude. But yeah. if this shows up... But who uses the term beefcake? That's what I'm... Yeah. That's, 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 that I mean, you used the term spunk before. Yeah, that's that's way worse. Beefcake. Look at that beefcake walking in. If I, if a woman... You think you if, think I, if a woman walks out on the field with this mustache, what other phrase are you using? Let me put it this way. Uh, pride was... L.A. Pride was in West Hollywood today. The amount of gay men who called other gay men beefcakes was probably prevalent. Yeah. So you would classify yourself as a beefcake. Sure. But how many dudes number? How many? How many dudes would want your number if you went to West Hollywood today? I have gay said, dudes love the mustache. I have said before, I am a gay icon. I think I think we should have a contest. I think I could pick up more gay dudes than you. I a hundred percent know you that you cannot. I bullshit. Okay, I'm not going to do this contest because it's ridiculous. No, we should do it. But I have been. How many dudes numbers can we get? Okay, fine. Let's do it. Like, let's go out in West Hollywood you don't one understand. night. I am. I I said this the other day. I'm what like. If if you ask like a gay guy to like describe his man to his like perfect man to a sketch artist, like they end up drawing Tom Selleck. Do you know what I mean? Like I w- I did the joke about it. You came to Poncho's. I was up in San Francisco. Yeah, it's a great it joke. Was awkward. Guys were like, "What the fuck is happening?" Guys doing double takes. They think you're Freddie Mercury. Like, what are they thinking? They're thinking if that dude's gay, I want to sit on his face. <laughs> 
And they're doing the, they're like kind of look, they would like look at me like, and I'd kind of give them a look like, nah. I knew exactly what was happening. They were trying, because by the way, gay guys don't even need to talk about it. Like they give you, and you give them a, then you guys just go in like a fucking public bathroom and fuck. Yeah. Which is why the gays are the best. It's pretty easy. But they I, would, I, I mean, I got a million like, and I was like, it was like, I don't know. So you think if we went out in West Hollywood. Just a mustache. Sorry, bro. <laughs> you think you could get more dudes numbers than me? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, look, we're going for two different markets. You're going for the guys who like the Twinks. I'm going for guys who like the fact, you know, the beefcakes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but the thing is, there's more of you than there is me. There's more Twinks out here. There's more just Twinks in general, right? I mean, am I full Twink? I'm like not a full Twink. You literally do jokes about. Being as skinny as you are because you have AIDS. You're the definition of a twink. You put on a pink polo shirt, bro. You're a fucking, you're, you're Twinkle Toes McGee. <laughs> you're fucking Twinker Bell. Okay. All right. Pop that collar. But I can't have the lines, though it'll throw gay dudes off. Will it? <laughs> throw gay dudes off what? The fucking mechanical bull they're riding so they come over and talk to you? Okay. All right. That took a turn. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm, I'm wearing this jersey out, so good luck to you. <laughs> They'll think you really do play Aussie Rules football. Yeah. I'm wearing short shorts and this jersey. Maybe I should get the package, Prano. You should, right? You're into it. You're already, look, we got a ball. We'll go play together. Play at the beach, yeah. man. Footy it up. Australian girls will come over. I was like, going to say, that's. I was just thinking that. We're playing at the beach. There's so many Australian tourists. Love me some Aussie girls. Look, currently, so no one could ever call us front runners. the Brisbane Lions are, they're the, the fucking Mets of the Australian football league. They, okay. can't, they can't win. If one win the whole year, they're awful. I think if you come on board, we get EJ and Trevor on board. We come over. We have viewing parties. They're going to get the dirty sports bump. I need a bigger apartment. Can I build an annex on this? Like, yeah. like how's that work? I was thinking because I want to move the, my Cincinnati in 1886, which is a glorious – what would you call that? It's not a painting. What, what is that called? Uh, is, isn't it? Is it a picture? It, it, is it a black and white picture? It looks but, like a black and white picture. But it's like, uh, you know, it's like a map. It's like a, it's like a pencil drawing? Yeah, of how Cincinnati looked in 1886. Right. We got it's a, not little, a map though. Like it's clearly like based on a picture. But, but there's like a key to show different landmarks. Yeah. Anyway, I think I need a big TV over there. Okay. Wow. If we're doing if we're doing viewing parties for here, we'll be get we'll yeah have like a front row and a back row. I, I move that to where I mean. Oh, what's great too is you can put a TV there and keep your TV there. That's the have point. Two areas. That's the you point. Two different games on. And then I move that over the bed. I don't know where the bike's going at this point. What are you moving over the bed? That TV. No, no, no. I moved the Cincinnati ah, gotcha. painting or whatever it is by my bed. He'll be chilling with Harambe that we can look at each other at the middle of the night. Keep that TV over here. Get a bigger TV over there. That way we can, we can do this. Look, I don't know the tune, but we've already got the Brisbane Lions song. What, what is it? Can you say it? You got to say it in a, in a, in a good Aussie yeah, accent. Come on. That's why I was, giving, I was handing it over to you. I was giving you a shot. No, I don't, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I, can't do, I can't handle the pressure, mate. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm wilting under I'm, the pressure. I'm so excited that we're about to get the fucking package at the jersey. EJ's in. EJ's down. To, he, he wants to know all about the Aussie football. Man, I'm going to start drinking again, Footy. too. <laughs> yeah. We'll just start drinking Foster's since Miller Lite never came along. 
<laughs> Even though no one drinks Fosters. Yeah. No one. You had a VB. Isn't it X down X? there? Yeah. Yeah. That's not a beer. Wasn't that their, their advertising campaign out here? Oh, what? Fosters? Or? Yeah. Yeah. That's Something not like a that. bear. That's a bear. I think that's, first of all, that was horrible. But that was, <laughs> that's, that's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> did uh, I it, was, it was Australian for beer, remember? Yeah. Did I combine Crocodile Dundee's great line with Foster's ad campaign in a horrific yeah. Australian like, that's accent? That's not a beer. <laughs> this is a beer. <laughs> You turned it. Uh, you also combined bitter beer face guy from remember that old campaign. Stone light, bitter, bitter beer. 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 This is a beer. Bitter this face. is a beer. Oh. <laughs> I haven't looked, so so don't hold me to it. But I bet there's a good chance SeatGeek has tickets available for Aussie Rules football games. I have checked. So n- not available. Okay. On the app, but maybe it's because I'm in the U.S. Okay. So maybe our Aussie, Aussie dirt balls. our down under dirt yeah. balls, can check that out. Well, the good news is they call it geek seat down there. <laughs> Everything's reversed. <laughs> Toilets go this way. The good news is we're the sports dirty podcast down in down under. All our American dirt balls can go on SeatGeek because it's the only app that Joe and I use for any sporting event. Hell, any live event, Joe. Yeah. Like I said, concerts, comedy shows. Music festivals. There's that. What's that one? Krav Maga. What? How's it pronounced? Krav Maga. Is that what you're talking about? No. That's a style of that, MMA the training. What's the? What's the? What's the, EJ? How about here? What's the one music festival? You know what I'm talking about? It's, it's like a Krav Maga. I don't know. Bonnaroo. No. It's, <laughs> Krav, Krav Maga. Krav Maga is the. I think it's Israeli like yeah. hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that was a total ruthism. Anyway, it's a music festival out here. I was looking because they have tickets on SeatGeek. Was it like uh, I was? I'm, I was trying. To, are you trying to go for like a country here thing, like a Tim McGraw? No, it was. Oh, uh, you know, Krav McGraw. Yeah. I, I, Camp, ma- Camp McNall or something. He married. Am I just Faith making Hill? up shit? He married Faith Hill, Krav McGraw. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll hop in. Has anybody <laughs> said anything in the uh, comment section? Anyway, uh, I was looking at for that. It's it's a music festival. Where is this festival take place? It's in L.A. It's always around here. I want to say this year's at Dodger Stadium. It's like a huge music festival in the surrounding area. Anyway, I was looking at tickets on SeatGeek. You know SeatGeek because they fully guarantee every purchase. You can shop with confidence. I like that. Oh, yeah. You need that confidence when you're getting your tickets. Best of all, all the Dirt Balls get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. All right, Prano, let's get to some other sports. Yes, let's do it. I got to bring up this... Uh, this Brisbane Bi- lost again yesterday. Is that what you wanted yeah. to talk about? I want to bring up this Billy Hamilton dropping being a switch hitter. Yeah. Oh, it's Flognall. That's it, from one of the comment section. Or Flognall? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what are you laughing about? Flognall. I, I mean, I don't know if that's what you were going for. Flognall is like Tyler, the creator, if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah. Because it's okay. That's what you're talking about. Okay. I was making sure that you knew that that was what he was saying. I'm looking right now. Thank you, Morgan Grimman. The comment yeah. section live Tyler on the YouTube. Flognall. What did I call it? Krog- is that a, that's, that's a new thing, right? It's, no, it started a couple years ago. Yeah, like, Little Wayne was in it last golf, year. It's Golf Wang backwards. Is That's, you know, that's Tyler, the creator. He's a weirdo. Yeah. It's his type of stuff. Yeah. It's the <laughs> blinking guy meme. Yeah. He's a weirdo. Don't don't go spending your money on Flognall. Get us that fucking 
Aussie football package first. You and I talked about that festival last year because uh, I want to say like ASAP Rocky was there, Little Wayne. Like there were some names, dude. Okay. But I feel like you don't ever remember any of our conversations. Well, look, Alzheimer's runs in my family, and honestly, <laughs> I don't appreciate you bringing it up. I, uh, I'm sorry, Joe. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I want to talk about Billy. I've been Billy. playing more Sudoku, though, to try to keep my brain sharp. Have you? Yeah. I've been trying to read. It's not easy. <laughs> I've been trying to read. It's not easy. Somebody pull that one for us. I'm saying that fucking Jordan Peterson. That's what I'm talking about. His I'm book. Cr- I'm crushing the Keith Hernandez bio. Man. Shout out for the last Dirtball mail. That was actually Dirty Slides mail we got. Nice. I still got to read uh, Dennis. Uh, Frank's? Yeah. Yeah. Got to read Dennis Frank's book. Anyway, Billy Hamilton is having a horrific year. Yeah. He's not very good at baseball. He hasn't really been, ever. Yeah, but hold on a second. This is what I want to bring up. So, he's having a bad year, but we all know what he does in the field. Yeah. And when he gets on base. Yep. But this year, it's so bad. He's talking, he's a switch hitter for people who don't know. Yep. He's talking about dropping the whole switch hitter. What's his average right now? That's what I'm going to bring up. Billy Hamilton's stats this year are horrific. 191 batting average. 283 on base percentage. Yeah. He's Ray Ordonez. It's so bad. He only has 10 stolen bases. Now, the last three years, his, the last four years, his stolen bases are 56, 57, 58, 59. Yeah. So that's at least made him a serviceable starter. Yeah. Now he has 10. Yeah. I've, I've been saying since the beginning of the season, that, like, why isn't Billy Hamilton just, like, his only goal should be stealing 100 bases. That should be his only goal. Now, can't even get on base. I, 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 lo- I know that in theory, is, oh, if he, he does this in the field, he gets on. But look, the Mets had this guy. The Mets had Ray Ordonez, who's arguably one of the greatest defensive shortstops in history. He did things at shortstop I had never s- literally seen before. But the dude could not fucking hit. But you know what sucks? It is he'll have a game like today against the Cardinals. I don't know if you saw any highlights. Hamilton had... Two catches, yeah, like game-saving catches, where he jumps and goes against the wall, and on both of them, the announcers go, he made it look so easy because yeah. his speed to get out there. And then on one pass ball, he goes from first to third yeah. with ease. You know, on a pass ball. And then he had a triple, which, again, same thing. Nobody else gets a triple on this hit. Right. So my point is, he has a game, game like today where he's saving runs, he's scoring runs, and you go, oh, wow, he just can't do it enough. Right. And then there's also like, you know, in baseball now with the advanced metrics, they can figure out all of this stuff. They can figure out how many runs he saved defensively, how many runs he's added on the base pass. But then they can figure out how many runs he's lost hitting. It's it's Jason Hayward. When he went to the Cubs, people are coming at me like, oh, look, Jason Hayward's defensive run saved is six. And I go and his war is point eight, which means he's. Minus five as an offensive player. What does this mean? I was reading because Deadspin did a huge article on it. MLB's baseball savant, whoever that is, uh, I don't know who they're quoting here, says Hamilton has been good for six outs above average as the red center fielder. That is a top ten figure in all baseball. What does that mean? That means if anybody – he has made plays in center field that would be if if a – they always use the replacement. They just basically take the average. Okay. The replacement player would there be 
there would be six outs that he got that somebody else wouldn't get. Now, when you talk about defensive run saved, it's like these are minimal amounts, but they add up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like six outs, like depending on where those six outs came, it's a big fucking deal. But that has to balance out. If you're, if you're, you can't be batting 191. If you're taking all that away offensively, then you're not worth it. Right. Yeah. Ordonez, you know? When Ray Ordonez was a Met, it was like Omar Vizquel was a, an Indian and was a fantastic defensive player and awful offensively. And then you give these guys time to grow because that's like a natural thing. Oh, he's a freak at shortstop. Now, can he learn to hit? And Omar Vizquel did. Ray Ordonez didn't. Omar Vizquel is in the Hall of Fame. Ray Ordonez was out of baseball. Billy Hamilton will be out of baseball unless he figures it out. That's the thing. I just looked. You know, this is now his fifth year starting, and that's what they're saying. We can't just keep you on the field. Yeah. It's just impossible. Obviously. And he'll be out of baseball because if he can't hit, even if he is a switch hitter, if he can't hit 200, you can't even keep him on the bench. You can't go, oh, we're going to go to this guy late in games for what? Well, he was career. Not that it's anybody. He was career 254 entering this season. Yeah. But look. He's not the only one that's like it's a it's a every all those pieces are moving simultaneously. Other people are figuring him out, too. If he's not figuring people out and they're figuring him out, you're done. Yeah. Sucks. I, he's a fun player to watch. Sure. The Reds are so fucking depressing, man. I, w- I was watching those highlights. Of his plays today. There's, there's no there's. Literally no, and Cutter texted me last week. He's like, dude, going to a Reds game is fucking depressing. That's what sucks about baseball. Like, when a team's, when a team's really bad, yeah, and no one shows up. Unlike footy, where the Lions are terrible, but the games are still fun. You know what, what I mean? What, what size stadium do these guys play in? I, relatively big. I think I was looking at the GABA, which is where the Lions play. What is it called? The GABA. Will you pull up? Will you pull up the attendance of the uh, the capacity of the GABA for us, EJ? Is that with an R? Are you just saying it that way? The Gabber? GABA, G A B B A. Oh, it's GABA. Yeah, the GABA. What's the capacity of the GABA? There? I feel like Aussie rules is one of the things where like you could just bring in like you could bring in a just a massive jug of booze. The capacity is forty two thousand. Okay, so it's like a baseball stadium. Yeah. It's a big stadium for baseball these days. Where's Brisbane in Australia? I have no clue. It's the West Coast. Northish. On the ocean? Yeah. Okay. Pretty well, pretty close. Pretty close to the ocean. It's not it's it's western coast side. It's, I don't think it's right on the ocean. Australia's a really big continent, isn't it? Yeah. Like how much bigger than the United States? It looks no pretty idea. close to the ocean. Yeah. Is it right there? Uh, I'm pulling it up on a bigger map. It's definitely like coastal. Yeah. Yeah, it's really it's I mean it's really close to the water. See, it's loading right now. It's all right. It's all See, good. I was there. Don't remember time. Oh, you you've been to Brisbane. That's why I, that's why I selected the Brisbane Lions. Ah. That's where I yeah. It's like I got gotcha. you. What is that in kilometers? Do we know? <laughs> how many how many kilometers? The, the is majority it? of my time in Australia was spent Brisbane and then traveling out from there. That's why we chose the Lions, Andy. No one can call us front runners. Do the Aussies, do they drive on the right or left side of the road? The left. Ah, okay. Which was fun because uh, I drove around Australia and the only time it was an issue was making a left turn for me. So 
when you make a right turn, you know, you can like go right on red here. Yeah. Because you're turning from your lane into the closest lane, as opposed to when you make a left turn, you're going past the other lane, right? So whenever I would make a left turn there, I would go wide as if I was going into the right lane, and then I would go into oncoming traffic. <laughs> ah, yeah. I for sure would hit get in a wreck. Yeah. Like hands down. Yeah. I drove like a little car like through the outback and stuff. Yeah. It's great. But just staying on the run. You know what else was difficult? Uh, shifting with my left hand because it was a, it wasn't an automatic. You know, I don't even know how to drive a stick. There's a lot of things I can't do. Don't don't say that at the fucking. Don't say that at the gay bar. I won't have to say that because we all know I am the top. <laughs> You're gonna have to say that at the gay bar if you want them to know. You know just let everybody know the minute I walk in, I am the top. And uh, you guys are all bottoms. They're going to be like, uh, you're the smallest dude here. <laughs> <laughs> and you have lines in your head. Which makes me a top. top. Lines officially, lines equals top. Yeah, left lines? I yeah. Thought right lines mean you're no. a top. No, no. Left lines totally equals top. <laughs> I thought it was reverse the earring. Is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. I got <laughs> to switch up my lines next time I go into trips. Don't worry. Down and down, you're a top. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's. I, I get it. It's all, it's all in reverse. Yeah. So Julian Edelman, Joe Prano, is going to be suspended, or is he officially suspended four games for uh, PEDs? I believe he's suspended, but they're still like, you know, they're going to they're gonna fight it. Probably to the Supreme Court if I know the Patriots. Dear God. Edelman versus Roe versus Wade. I didn't, I'll be honest, I didn't fully read. I didn't read one article. What's his excuse? Or did he make one? Or did he just own up to it? Uh, he posted on Instagram. It was a super vague kind of excuse of like, I've been tested all these years and I, you know, and I, I don't know what happened, but I want to apologize to every fan and every, and yeah. the owners. So he's like, yeah, you know, I screwed up. <laughs> like, I timed this really bad. All natural, by the way. <laughs> Why can't somebody just have fucked up, man? You know how hard it is to say those three words, Joe Frano? It's yeah. so much harder to say, I don't know, than I love you. <laughs> <laughs> or I fucked up. Those yeah. three words. Did you like the Kanye album I made for, for you for that? Oh, my God. Are you going to put that out on social media? Well, now that it's out, now that we've talked about it on the show, I think we'll have to put it out. You have to put it out. We should make it, we should make it the, uh, the avatar for this episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how many people are going to get it? Uh, it's a meme. So, yeah, they'll, they'll get it. People who listen to the show for sure. sure. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean that was that was a quick reference. I, yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. But you also tweeted it. I did. Man, that was a white girl moment I had. I, I have some of those now. I know now that you're sensitive, Andy. I'm not sensitive. Now, now that you're not angry, Andy anymore. I've always been sensitive. Well, angry Andy was. What are you was, talking about? Never tweeted something like that. And old old Andy, would, I would have tweeted that. And you'd be like, "What is wrong with you?" Kill yourself. If it doesn't say Cool Ranch Doritos Locos, I don't give a fuck. I'm a little disappointed you bring up Taco Bell. I put into search the other day, at Andy Ruther and Taco Bell. I know, you were very upset, huh? I texted you. In the search bar now on Twitter, it only goes back 1,500 tweets. And I haven't really tweeted Taco Bell much in the last 1,500 tweets. I think it was like once or twice. But like the previous 5,000 tweets... Yeah. Remember when I searched, I found 75 of them? I was going to say you would have been like 75. Yeah. That was great. 
I was like disappointed. I want to see all my Taco Bell tweets. You got to bring Taco Bell back. And then I put at Andy Ruther and OJ Simpson too. <laughs> and it was very minimal. And I'm like, I got to see all my OJ. I want to see all my OJ tweets. What's the number one thing you think you've tweeted about? In my life? Yeah. My Twitter history? LeBron? I mean, like... At this point. One word? Like a phrase? Probably LeBron. Or Mets? Nah. I've tweeted more LeBron than Mets, for sure. I certainly have... I certainly have a couple dozen Lena Dunham hate tweets over the years. <laughs> You've done one of those for a minute. I know. Because she's, she's hidden from the world. She knows everybody fucking hates her. You know who else might go into I had to delete all the kill yourselves because of this, the era we live in now. What a sick time, right? Yeah. What a sick time. You can't tell people to kill themselves on the internet anymore. By the way, we, we, this is what I love about us going live on YouTube. We have an update from our boy Maniacal Mitch. Yeah, transgender player cleared for state leagues. Hannah Mouncey eligible to play VFL women's or AFL. This is me, dude. I could be the Randy fucking Moss. Bro, this, look at this women's dude. Look football. at this dude. This is the same. This is a dude wearing a wig, bro. Yeah. Can you I'm see not even that? I'm fucking doing that. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's go. That's you, man. I mean, let Prano Aussie rules football. That's a let long Prano hashtag. Footy. Let Prano footy. There Let Prano women's footy. <laughs> Let Prano ladies footy. Let Prano ladies footy. <laughs> Let's get that hashtag going. Yeah. I like it. So, former guest of the show, Kellen Winslow Jr. It's about legacy, yo. Was arrested. That's gonna, that legacy's going to take a hit. Yeah. What was he arrested for? He was arrested on suspicion of burglary. The headline is... Uh, He's also the son of a Hall of Famer. Last weekend, Kellen Winslow Jr. was arrested on suspicion of burglary at a mobile park home near San Diego. Winslow was allegedly spotted entering an unoccupied residence on Thursday by a neighbor who called police after a brief confrontation outside the home. He was arrested and held on $50,000 bail. Uh, now, Winslow is denying it. He is saying... He did not commit any burglary. We have no need to burglarize or steal anything from anyone's trailer park. Oh, this is what his, what his uh, people say. He looks forward to being vindicated, blah, blah, blah. So uh, this is their version of the story. Winslow was house hunting for his mother-in-law when he was confronted by an overreactive neighbor while walking around. Is it called house hunting if you're shopping trailers? <laughs> Yeah, it's called white. Getting, getting a little loose with the yeah. house word yeah. here, aren't we? For that ain't a house, bro. Yeah. It's, a, it's a mobile home. He was confronted by an overreactive neighbor while walking around and that the house in question, again, uh, mobile home, in question was actually owned, according to Winslow, by friends who attend church with his wife. <laughs> it's a, a spokesperson reportedly said that the owner of the home confronted that confirmed, I'm sorry, that Winslow never entered the house and never stole anything. It's about misunderstandings, yo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Kellen? I'll just say this, buddy. I wish all the luck to you. You were a former guest on Dirty Sports Podcast, but you didn't have a good attitude, and this is what happens. Yeah. You know, you come in with that negative energy. Yeah, you got. The, you didn't get that Dirty Sports bump. To our show. Yeah. You clearly didn't want to be interviewed. You were like, who the fuck are these guys at Dirty Sports? 
You were hostile for the full 20 minutes on the phone. And this is what happens. You get arrested in trailer parks. I'm just saying. Had you embraced us like a Sean Merriman whose career is just flourishing. Yeah. Ryan Grant, I think now uh, just enshrined in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know, all these things. Andrew Hawkins. Andrew like, Hawkins. Top, top five podcast. Andrew Hawkins all over ESPN. All these guys who've embraced our show. Scalabrini. Yeah. Doing great things for the Boston Celtics. I'm just saying. You were DJ. Got hired. He got a job. EJ got a job. I've EJ heard- was like, every, my, my life has completely turned around since you yeah. guys replied to my DMs. Jeff like, yeah. Bezos apparently is going to do a conference call with EJ tomorrow. Yeah. CEO of Amazon. Yeah. All these things are happening. But Kellen Winslow Jr., no. He had to be just, but, but you know, I can't really fault him because he did give us one of the best nuggets ever, yeah. which I'm not hooked up to play this, but uh, it's about legacy, yo. It's about legacy, yo. Maybe if he comes back on and he's a little bit more cordial with us. Maybe we could get him signed to a uh, women's Australian football league. I like that. I like that idea. You know what's going to help Kellen Winslow Jr.? He needs, because he might be in some sort of... I can't wait to see the tie-in here. Yeah. What what does Kellen Winslow need? Honey. Honey? That's right, Joe Prano. The free browser extension. Oh, yeah. Honey. That's available. I was like, the condiment? Yeah. (laughs) The free browser extension that's available on Chrome, Firefox, and Safari that effortlessly saves you time and money while you shop online at tens of thousands of stores. This is how Honey works, and we've, we've yeah. promoted them before. It's really simple, guys. When you shop... Ooh, a classic Ruther there. Yeah, when you shop online, let's say, Joe, like me the other day, I'm going to Target because yep. I'm looking to get some new linens for the Smut Studio bathroom. If I go on Target and I pick out some towels, you know, bath mats, whatever you... <laughs> Whatever you want, Honey automatically plugs in any promo codes that Target's using. Yeah. So there's no work. All you need to do is download the browser. And basically, at checkout, I got 15% off what I was going to buy, all plugged in to Honey. It's fantastic. I do this every time I shop online, and I'm going to look for promo codes. Inevitably, the promo code doesn't work. It's expired. It never worked in the first place. Honey... It's an attachment to your browser, essentially. Yeah, it really is. It's so great that over 9 million people are using Honey every day to save money while they shop online. There's no reason not to add Honey to your browser today, guys. It's free, and it takes just two clicks to install and will save you tons of money. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com forward slash dirty. That's two words. Joinhoney.com forward slash dirty. To start saving with Honey today, that's joinhoney.com forward slash dirty. And again, it's just on your browser. Every time I shop, it's there. There's no reason not to use it. And Kellen Winslow Jr., this will help you out because I know you you just had to pay 50 grand in bail. Save you a few bucks, fam. I don't think they have promo codes for bail, but that's awesome. Yeah. Maybe they do. They have it for everything else. That's right. We got to talk a little hockey. Uh... Please don't tell me that that ends the broadcast. Fucking Majid. If he ended the broadcast, he's outside. Uh, can you text him from my phone, by the way? You can grab him, I think. I don't, that's not going to end well if I throw it. Uh, so, the Washington Capitals, and since we're live tonight, we were going to get Alexis on yeah. to recap. And my, my apologies to everybody, but... You know, we're trying out this YouTube going live thing. Yep. and uh, Which just... I have a great idea for, by the way. Okay, what's that? 
uh, instead of doing calls, you know, we do, we're going to do calls. And then we're like, we're not going to do calls because we're doing live. I'm just going to say right now, before the end of the show, we're going to go into the chat and we're going to answer some questions. So just start, when you start hearing plugs, when you start hearing the end of the show, put some questions in there. We'll answer a couple questions by the end of the show. Ah, How's that sound, Andy? It sounds perfect because somebody, you can just keep the phone because you can, can you grab them. Yeah, yeah. Somebody just said, uh, I'm curious if they're even looking at these comments. Well, we weren't because it's hard to do during the show. But I think, you know, this is a test run. We, we only have one intern tonight. We're... EJ is pulling the weight. Trevor uh, couldn't be here tonight because he left with all the beer and he's having a party under the Santa Monica Pier, like fucking Fletch. To find out where he's at. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think normally what we can do when we go live is we could have one person that's like monitoring the comments and we could have like a comment flag. Like they throw up a flag. Like, yeah. We, you need to answer this. Sure. Like Mid show even. I like that idea. Like throw it up. Um, but before the end of the show, instead of taking calls, we should just take a couple comments. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. But Washington. Hockey, Washington Capitals. They lose champs. game one. Yep. Reel off four straight. Rip. Golden Knights. Yeah. So. I saw a headline that said, uh, I didn't I didn't really read it. I just saw the headline, but <laughs> nah, I should have. It actually said. It was, a, it was a USA Today headline, so I only made it through half. <laughs> it was such a long headline. It said something about if the Golden Knights had won, Prano. Yeah. That would have been, they said, Vegas is one of Vegas, in the history of Las Vegas sportsbooks, worst hits ever. Right. It's got to be a factor. Yeah, yeah. In the outcome. A little bit, right? Ooh, you calling conspiracy here? I'm not calling conspiracy. I didn't watch it, so I have no idea if the, but like, you got to wonder if the Vegas sportsbooks weren't like, hey man, let's fuck with the ice a little, or fuck with their water, or. Like, you know, you got to figure. I mean, we're talking about follow the money, as conspiracy theorists say. Follow the money. Yeah. Hundreds of millions of dollars on the line. At what point do you, what 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 won't you do to yeah. save that kind of money? Joe Prano conspiracy theory. I, look, I don't you have You heard one. it here first. I, the, I don't have a conspiracy. I'm just saying probably. The Vegas bookies. Vegas uh, sports books. They had, they did something. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Suddenly, uh, all the casinos are giving away VIP entry to any Golden Knights in the finals. Oh, when you guys are here, come here after game, party, yeah. bottle service. It's free. What's in those bottles, bro? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a good point. I like this. I never thought about that. I believe... It can be as easy as just giving them more and more free booze. Yeah. Just got, Guys, you're doing so well in the playoffs. All finals long. Everything is free. Yeah. Don't forget, we love you here at the MGM. Guys are just fucking killing themselves after games. I I will say I'm thoroughly enjoying, for guys who don't watch hockey, I'm enjoying watching uh, Alex Ovechkin just lose his mind yeah. doing keg stands out of the, is it, what, I think we did this last year. What's the trophy called? The Smith Smythe? The Stanley Cup? Oh, it's Stanley Cup. <laughs> What's the Smythe? Is that the MVP? There's, I mean, it's all <laughs> kinds of different. I mean, what is the trophy called? Oh man, it's Lord Stanley's Cup. That's an all-time rootherism right there. Yeah. What's that? What's the big cup they're all drinking out of? What is that? Yeah, you're thinking of the. It says the Con Smythe Trophy, which is the MVP. Okay. Yeah, I was somewhat which, on the radar, which, which is not a cup like. Someone on the radar right there. 
I don't know what it, I don't know what that's a reflection of my stupidity with hockey or that Alexis has taught me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, mean that, I I can't you can't blame Alexis for this. Yeah, I mean you know it's called the Stanley Cup. I'll take the L on that. <laughs> yeah, I see you eyeing it. It's such a pain to grab you though. Literally take the L. It's such a pain to grab. Figuratively, maybe maybe another. Every time we talk hockey from here on out, that little baby hands L. I want to do a keg stand out of a fucking Stanley Cup. <laughs> By the way, cup. Baby Hanzel is like a backup quarterback in the CFL. <laughs> or a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> baby Hanzel. You hear that he new backs baby? Up Johnny Manzel. Man, that new Baby Hanzel album is hot. <laughs> they're, they're pushing him so hard still. Manzel? Oh, it's so funny. Who's they? The Canadian Football League? Just the media, but I've noticed it's less and less. Like yeah. It's like Manzel throws his first Canadian Football League touchdown. It's like, cool, you threw it in front of 40 people. There's definitely more people. With the exchange rate, that's like 55 people, though. Yeah. Although I think that the Canadian dollar is less right now. Right. Right? I think Trump ruined that, too. Way to ruin a good exchange rate joke. <laughs> the reason I know there was a Canadian comic on the show last night. Yeah. Who who made it? Talking about the exchange rate, he must have crushed. He actually he actually did. He did a <laughs> Do you know Matt O'Brien? No. He's he's a very funny comic. Yeah. He he actually did he did crush. He did he crushed so hard that he uh, Magic was there. He crushed so hard that he ripped the speaker system down mid mid set. He was moving around so much. Wow. Now I was like, bro, are you on that Canadian cocaine? Like, what is that? Canadian cocaine is just called cocaine. Okay, I didn't know. Didn't know if there's anything different. Gotcha. Uh, is there anything I want to wrap the show up? Oh yes, questions. Questions from the uh, from the chat. Question, Let's do it. Questions. All right, dirtballs. If you're still in the chat, and fuck you, whoever gave us the one down vote. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Who's that guy who came in? Do you hate Aussie rules football? Do you hate my pasty white thighs? I'm sure some questions have come in. You could probably scroll back in the chat a little bit, right? Can you do that? Yeah. Yeah. What? Should, how many should we do? So should we do three? I don't. Four? We can do three. Okay, let's go. Everyone's just posting comments. I don't know what the delay is in on this though. In the meantime, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. Yeah. To post these questions, it's all right there, guys. Subscribe to us. Leave an iTunes review. We got some great iTunes reviews this week. Automatic follow back if you drop that Twitter handle. See my boy Joe Prano live. That's right. You can review the questions while I tell everybody where they can see me. I'll be in uh, Tahoe this week, Wednesday through Sunday, the Improv at Harvey's. Uh, next, after that, I come back here and go right back to New York City. I'll be Greenwich Village Comedy Club, Gotham Comedy Club, Stress Factory in New Jersey, Empire City Casino in Yonkers. Uh, the 25th, I'll be at Mets versus Pirates at City Field, so come out. The Mets are a dumpster fire now, so it'll just basically be me drinking expensive beer. Uh, after that, I'm back here, and that's when I go up to Seattle for 4th of July. I'll be kicking around Seattle. If anybody has any shows in Seattle, I'd love to do one in the two days when I'm there. And then out to Lake Chelan, Chelan, Lake Chelan, which is in Washington at Campbell's Resort. Love it. Yeah. And then Bingle Fest, to be determined. Oh. That's happening. Oh. If you're a shithead, I don't know why you're not going to Bingle Fest, but apparently... Eddie's floated the idea that Bingle Fest might be canceled, which is shameful. Because if I were in charge of Bingle Fest, it would not be canceled. 
I created Bingle Fest. The idea that Eddie has now ruined my creation makes me sick. If you're a shithead, I promise Bingle Fest will be fun. Buy your tickets. I'm going to do drugs. All right. Well, let's and I'm going to wear this jersey the whole time. Let's get to some questions. Joe, would you break up with your girlfriend if the Mets won the World Series? Mm, let's see. If you told me that right now, I'm getting it. See, whenever somebody does this for me, though, it's always like... I don't want the Mets to win the World Series through some like weird, bedazzled fucking like deal with the devil. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want them to win it because they earned it. Yeah. It's like uh, the Warriors. You know? It's like, uh, like I don't want I don't want Kevin Durant to join my team, and that's why we win. I want to win on our own fucking and our own honorable way. So I'm gonna say no. I want it to happen because the Mets fucking figure it out. The owners die. And we fucking put together a good team for once. Okay, here's another one. Not because one. Brendan Fraser shows up. Here's another one. Is Ruther's AFL team the Dockers or the Bombers? Ooh. Well, funny that you asked that, Maniacal Mitch. I don't know anything about these teams. I Used am to wear an, Dockers regularly. And I'm also an alumni of the St. Xavier Bombers. Oh, That was my high school, uh, that was the mascot, the Bombers. We were playing. And we and now I feel like that would be offensive now, dropping bombs on people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we were the bombers. So I would think I think I I loved it. I've been I've been a bomber since I was fifteen. I've always been a bomber. Yeah, even when you do comedy. <laughs> that was too easy. Sorry. <laughs> a, right. I mean, that was served up. You just kept saying bomber. You just saying I'm a bomber. I was like, well. All right. Do we want one more? Yeah. Let's see what else we got. Oh, the questions are coming in. Oh, Jesus makes a great point. The Toe Boys got the Toe Boys guy is probably angry that Ruther's not showing his feet this broadcast. Oh yeah, yeah. I've covered him up. Meanwhile, our uh, whoever has a upper arm fetish, yes, killing the game. There's lots oh. of talk about your upper arm. Okay, do do we uh, try some little Mark, little Mark Price action right there? What's those, what's going those on? Tricep here? fetish, folks. I don't know. I can't see any more questions. Come on, everyone, one everyone's more. writing. They're just writing comments. Nobody's dropping questions. Well, don't get so angry about it. It's, uh, don't shame people for all of the positive feedback we're getting. I'm not. Right? I'm not shaming. Oh yeah, here's one. And again, the only one who's listening. You know what we should do. We should Maniacal have like, Mitch is the only one listening to questions. Right. You know what we should do is we should have some sort of uh, thing that you put before any actual question, like a bunch of asterisks or something. Look, we're just ironing out this process. Yes. Also, we're going to have an intern. Like, can you see what's going on in the chat? I can see as they come in. I can see one by one. Got it. Okay. Got it. Maniacal Mitch, we'll end with this. What size, gir- is it Gurney's? Guernsey? I don't know. Guernsey's or Trev and EJ? I don't know I'll tell gir- you what. I'm wearing a large right now, and it fits me fucking fantastic. Look at this. Fantastic fit on the large, I think. Not too big, not too tight. Do you have a number? Right? I don't think there's a number on the back, is there? No. What's BBFFC? I don't know. What is Big it? bitch, fat fuck, I don't know, cunt? I should, I should definitely put a number on there, right? Get a number I want to go with on? big bitch, fat fuck, cunt. Um, That's something an Aussie would say. I'm wearing a large, so I'm going to guess these guys would probably be mediums. Okay. Yeah, I would say medium for me. Nobody wants to send me one. Okay. I think you're a schmied. I think he just determined you're a medium. Maybe he doesn't know quite their sizes. There's been rumors that I'm going to get back into weightlifting. There's been rumors started by yourself on the Dan report. 
No, not even on the Denton Report. There's been rumors that uh, I might start lifting weights again. So watch out. Where did these rumors come from? In my head. Oh, yeah. I was, I was circulating them. The rumors told me to do it. Well, that's the show. Great. It's been fun. I do want to plug uh, the Denton Report again. Stay tuned Tuesday. Gerald Moody from the I'm Rappaport Stereo Podcast brought the heat where you're sitting. Yeah? He did He did. Uh, did justice to my spot on the couch? Dude, he did ju- And he loves you, too, by the way. Yeah? I love Moody. He gives He gives you love on the show. Great. He, gives, he, he, he did great justice, and uh, that guy's not scared to talk about anything. I love Moody. I can't yeah. wait to hear it. We, we went there, so uh, stay tuned for the upcoming Dent Report. Uh, anything else to plug? At Fix Your Life, at Andy Ruther, at EJ Gomez, at The Dirty Sports. Guys, thank you for your patience with this live stream thing. Josh Kingdom, shout out again for all the gear. I'm super stoked. Sorry, I'm looking at one last question. Okay. When will you guys do podcasts without holding microphones and use actual stands? Well, we're on a couch, so. Are you on a stand lift like right here? Like comes up through my dick? Or like a lav mic situation? Yeah. Lav mic situation might be cool. It'll be cool. We just figured out the Mevo five months in to go live with this. Well, how about this? Uh, we have a Patreon. If you want to go on to the Patreon and make a monthly donation, if we get a big one, put in your comments. Like, I want you guys to have lav mics that clip on your dope Aussie football jerseys so that you guys don't have to be holding microphones the whole time. Or do you want me to or wear V-necks? Boom mics hanging down, but we don't want those to cover Harambe. Or do you want V-necks showing my chest hair? You guys want that? I know that's sexy. Yeah. All right, guys. That's the show. Thanks for listening, Dirt Balls. And most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies.